that's why we're here, right? That's that's what the, like that's why we're committed to each other because you my homie lover friend, right? You should be my best friend, my best lover, mm-hmm. my best person. That's why we're here. And believe you me, it, even though men feel like if they can't provide, they're going to lose their family. Women feel like if I don't be sexy, if I don't look like the bitches on Instagram, <laughs> if I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I don't give head like Cardi and Nikki be talking about in their song, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what's going to happen? He's going to go lead me for one of them. A lot of the things that we're talking about is so from, I guess, who your friends are, how you were raised. Because, you know, I mentioned my a husband lost his job. He had this pursuit. He was, I was financially in a better place. And all I knew my goal was to um, help him through this, but help him follow his dream. So he did find a school he went to. And I was all in with helping, you know, pay for that education of what he wanted to do. So the question becomes, what is happening to us women that we're not having that mindset? Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Inquisitive Nobody. And this is a special episode because this is a part two from uh, an episode that we did a couple of weeks back on uh, episode 54 the if i can't provide will we divide tapping into a man's fear and struggle of worth so we got a lot of feedback from that much appreciated and we are having a part two so this is episode 68 if i can't provide will we divide part two in our defense and i had to bring back you know the person who was there before Mr. Ricardo, what's going on, sir? I'm doing good, man. You already know. Always a pleasure. Love being here, man. Where we continue to run up the numbers, and I love it. So thanks for having me back. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. And we're oh, this is uh, different because we're going to have multiple guests on this episode. But first, we have our first guest, Joanne. How are you? Hi, everyone. I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. All right, so thank you so much for having me. Oh no, definitely. Thank you for coming on. Uh, like this, this is going to be a very uh, interesting episode. Uh, you know, we will continue this conversation with yet another wonderful woman. What's up, China B? Ooh. What's going on? Hey, everyone. Thank you for the invite. So, uh, before we get into it, um, let's do a little housekeeping first. Uh, uh, what's today? Today's Monday, October eleventh, but on Saturday, October 9th, um, here at the Inquisitive Nobody, I celebrate one year of being on the podcast. It was the one year anniversary. So thank you everybody for being on the show and also past guests and also future guests. Like we're just gonna, well, I'm just gonna just keep this rolling, you know? So, um, I'm very happy for doing this for a year. Um, it, was, it went by super quick and, um, I'm sure I'll be have, be having, a you know, uh, more perspectives and different episodes and, Hopefully everybody out there uh, likes them as much as they have been liking them. So thank you very much. Also, too, I want to shout out all the uh, 
freaking uh, countries and states that have been uh, listening that I've seen for the past year. So in the world sense, of course, the United States, and Canada, France, Ireland, and Brazil, and also in uh, the U.S., New York, the top 10 places, New York, Florida, New Jersey, Virginia, California, Washington, D.C., uh, Texas, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, and Colorado. So thank you all for uh, listening to my podcast, and um, I can't wait to make more episodes. <laughs> so this is freaking, this is pretty awesome. Congrats, man! Congrats. That's a dope milestone. <laughs> All right, so Joanne, so yes. uh, I would like to know first off before we get into the meat and potatoes of it, what is your because I want to have the um, correct mindset and see where you're coming from and what angle you're gonna approach this from what current like marital status are you in i am separated separated okay so Mm -hmm. okay so wait so you're all right so wait hold on (laughs) so you (laughs) were with somebody and like you're on the way of divorce or what's what does that mean i uh was married to someone for many years and on the way to divorce yes oh okay all right well my condolences that's always a a hard thing i mean you know everybody wants to go in with the best of intentions and sometimes you know it it just doesn't work out that way you know but i I mean i'm glad that you are i guess on the road to recovery to better pastures you know so that's always a good thing um currently i am so technically i'm divorced but i i don't go by divorce i kind of go by single now because i've been divorced for so long okay so i prefer to go by single these days sure so um so that's how that's my current marital status single and dating okay that's like that's like the uh the the statute of limitations has expired (laughs) oh that's funny so you heard this episode I mean, the past episode, episode 54, um, if I can't provide, will we divide? What did you think about it initially? Um, I thought it was a wonderful topic to hit because um, I have been in a situation that was discussed, women's perspective, um, and I know others who have as well, other women who have. Um it was interesting, some of the points that were brought up, and I, I really can't wait to dig in. I took notes and everything to make sure <laughs> I don't miss. Wonderful, wonderful. I love it. <laughs> okay, so um, first off, what did you agree with the previous podcast? I agreed uh, the difficulty that men would have in wanting to broach this topic with the woman in their lives. And also the pressures that I can imagine men feel with the need to be the ones to provide stability and security and what that might mean for them mm-hmm. as being head of the household, father figure. <laughs> you know, there's so many different titles that I think men wear when they're in a relationship. And that comes with its own pressures and responsibilities. So I can only imagine how that must feel, you know, Ricardo, your story, uh, Martina, yours. Um, so I definitely agreed there. I come from a different perspective, I feel, though. Okay. Elaborate, please. Um, so there was a couple of things that, that was said, and 
I am, I, I must first explain that I am a Christian woman, right? My faith is paramount to me, but that also plays a part in the responsibilities that I feel that women and men have in their relationships and how to approach a lot of problems that arise. Um, so a lot of the things that was discussed immediately while I was listening and taking notes, I kept saying to myself, husband versus boyfriend. Mm, and I'm yeah. happy um, Ricardo did touch on that. Okay. That's, that's a key point. That, that's a very key point. And I know that's something that we spoke about, you know, within that a little bit too, is yeah. um, a lot of the things that we were discussing, yes, they can be very different depending on if you're dealing with a spouse or just a boyfriend, girlfriend slash situation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can definitely understand that too, but I guess in my mind, I just thought uh, husband because how much, um, how much is a boyfriend not willing to spend? I don't want to make it seem like that, but like how much is he giving himself to, to, to warrant that? You know, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that's why I, I I guess I never even thought of that. I just thought of a just husband. And I I love that you say that. Um, that was kind of brought up towards the end. But I've known women who have done that for boyfriends, with mm-hmm. the thought of marriage would be on the horizon. Mm-hmm. And I had this conversation with my sister too, and her question to me was, okay, so then at what point do you make the distinction? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, um, is it time together with the person? And I said, if you haven't discussed marriage with the person and you're within three, four years, this is probably not what you should be doing right. versus someone who is your fiance. Obviously, you've taken the steps to that commitment. You've decided this is what you're going to do. And what if he loses a job? Because there is the aspect of a man losing his job and the pressures that come with that. No, that yeah, d- definitely. Um, and uh, you bring up a great point too with the the years in as well, because it's not necessarily mm-hmm. to mean that oh you should be ma- like if you're in a relationship you should be married in three or four years, but you should absolutely start having a conversation about it because exactly. what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You 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 gotta at least feel like there's some type of end game, which which definitely makes sense because one of the things. Uh, Martini, you were just kind of touching up on you were right around without ne- necessarily saying it, but it's a good point that I didn't even think of until now is when it is a boyfriend on the guy's side, you know, I guess the best word you were looking for was like investment, you know, investment. and it's not it's not specifically monetary. It's just, right. you know, emotionally, spiritually, time, like all of that, you know, so it's like and it's tough for me to answer because I've been a husband for so long that Correct. I can't even put my mind in that in that sense. But it's a great point of, you know, as a boyfriend, how much are you looking to invest, go all in, you know, in that relationship? You know, because if you you as a boyfriend, you may know if there's an end game or mm-hmm. or or a, a finish line or something to the future. But are you relaying that message? Do you guys know as a couple? So, you know, so that's a very, very valid point to raise there, too. Whereas for us, we automatically assumed of it as a husband just because that's our mindset. That's the way we were looking at it. That's our thinking. 
you know. Well, but, I but, love that, <laughs> Ricardo. <laughs> yeah. they, repeat that. Repeat that for the people in the back that this is a committed relationship that we're yeah. talking about and commitment financially, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, this is this is not for the faint of heart, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, my my sister, she did ask that as well. Like, what if he knows? he's going to propose and she has no idea. And I said, but then she has the right to make a decision that's best because why doesn't she know there is an end game in mm-hmm. this relationship as well? So I'm happy to hear we're all on the same uh, topic <laughs> at least when it comes to that. Or at least, or at least yeah. in t- in the, uh, for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? so far. It's, it's a good start. It's a good start. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, China, what did you agree with the previous podcast, episode 54? So I, I agree with a lot of it. Like I agree, you know, from my perspective, I'm I'm the type of woman who I was raised um with a lot of male influence. So I I be, I agree with how you guys feel, but I don't think that's my perspective on the relationship of a man and a woman in a committed relationship, if that makes sense. No, it does. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um so my perspective as a woman, to be honest, like I was floored by the way you guys were like the the train of thought, right? Because in my experience, even with, you know, I've had really great relationships. I've had really terrible relationships. But um, I think that in the midst of all of that, I think I've always had partnerships, you know, and mm-hmm. I kind of pride myself on that. And being the a woman who thinks about the whole person. You know, and and I I kind of take that for anybody I'm around, like not only like to to think about them as like your, I think the protect provide aspect I think that's killing people, you know. So I I, I kind of like to think of relationships as in partnerships mm-hmm. instead of in this is your role, this is my role. Um, I kind of and, and and in partnership is more of a together thought then uh, you do you and I do me and then that's what makes this thing roll, you know? Um, so I was kind of, I was really floored at the male perspective of things because I can guarantee you, I know women who will be like, never have I put that kind of pressure on a man. Like, why would they think that, you know? And I'm, and I'm sitting back like, no, this is really what they feel because I know I have homies that I talk to all the time and they say, they say they feel that kind of pressure. And I'm like, as women, like sometimes you have to stop and think about the thing, the same things that you want from your significant other is the same thing that they may need from you as well, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that kind of gets lost in translation sometimes. Um, and I, and another thing that I thought to bring up was what I realized is that a lot of us come from, when you come from a family where your parents have been together for a long time, you have an idea of what that dynamic is supposed to look like, as opposed to when you come from a family when you don't have parents that are together. Um, so I think it changes your perspective on relationship um, and it changes your perspective on everyone's quote unquote role in the family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, it, I think Ricardo mentioned like seeing his dad, you know, always provide and they didn't have like the best of relationship or whatever. And not the best relationship, but like he didn't go to his dad for like the emotional things, but more so for the financial things. And then, you know, 
that's the relationship that he had with his dad, you know, versus like the emotional carriage and going to his mom for emotional stuff. And then as opposed to me, like, it was like my dad was like the emotional one for me because I felt like my mom was always there. So my mom was always like hard and my mom was always like cold. But my dad, I could talk to my dad about anything, you know? So I, I just think it's whatever that dynamic you're raised with, it's kind of like the dynamic you take on, you know, moving forward. I think no matter how hard we fight that, we still come back to that, you know? Yeah, I just, one thing I'll ask before before you jump in, Martini, one thing I want to ask off the tail end of that, um, the specifics when you mentioned the dynamic uh, with you and your dad compared to you and your mom, as it pertains to, you know, what I said with my dad and my mom, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, and this is something that I'm finding that I am hearing a lot of. And then now that I have both a son and a daughter I'm seeing, do you think that's more of the gender roles that take effect into that? Whereas, you know, being a girl, your emotional relationship with dad is stronger than it is with mom and vice versa. For me, being a guy, my emotional connection with my mom mm-hmm. is better than it is with my dad. Do, do, do you think it's specifically tied to gender or no? I don't I don't think so. I but for some reason I feel like, you know, this is always like this is a mini layered onion, right? So at mm-hmm. the top the core of it, we're talking about like emotional and emotional dynamics within like a family structure. But then I also think about like race. Like I always think like black women always have to be, especially single black women, have mm-hmm. to tech, have to have to be a lot harder and tougher because they're wearing a lot of hats and doing a lot of roles. Yeah. And so they don't have time for all of that stuff. You know, all of the like emotional stuff. Like, girl, I'm trying to get these bills paid. I ain't got time to hug you. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to work these two jobs. Like, you gotta, That's valid as fuck, yo. You know That's saying? so like, real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. you got emotional shit to your father. Like, I ain't got time. You know, like, so like, on that, like, you know, like that single mom, black woman magic, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, we're invincible and everything, you know, we, we, you know, we're superheroes and everything, you know, that thought process, you know, yeah. I think that, that, those unrealistic goals and expectations that we put on people in roles, I think that's what's like the heartbreaker of it all. Like if we didn't like hold on to these roles and things so hard, like I love seeing like my male friends and like kiss their sons, like, or hug their sons or black men that show their sons affection. Like that just, that brightens my day. You know, I love when I see women getting like to have good relationships with their daughters you know what i'm saying because i feel like you know for years i think that's like this broken thing that we have within our community and mm-hmm. i don't know if it's, i don't know if it's different i feel like it's different with white folks i just don't i just think it's it's more in your face in our community you know no, it, that it, that is I, I mean that makes all the sense in the world and it's the reason why i asked because as soon as you said that you know it clicked for me because i've mentioned before i kind of see little bits of that dynamic you know within my own household where Mm -hmm. you know i can see that you know between my wife and my daughter it's going to be trouble it's going to be trouble down the line because they're already at each other's throats you know what i mean right but but at the same time you know mom disappears from the room and and my daughter's going crazy looking for mommy you know so 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 i see that already so that's why i kind of asked um what you thought about that dynamic specifically when you mentioned it yeah i i it is the it's the it's actually the thing that 
for so long that I've seen it with me and my mom and me and my grandma. Like we did not have like the greatest, like me and my grandma specifically didn't have the greatest relationship. I think you both know that knowing where, mm-hmm. you know, well, how I grew up and, you know, being in high school and stuff together, um, didn't have the best relationship with her. And I kind of was very intentional about changing the dynamic with my own daughters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and trust me, it is a daily struggle because they are teenagers and I hate them at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, you know what? We can fight. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, because I don't understand what someone with, you know, free Wi-Fi and all the apps is upset about and don't have to pay for them. Like, I just don't, <laughs> I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> That's <laughs> facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got a whole air fryer in there. I don't know why you're upset. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and they just have attitudes and, and audacity, you know? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, so, you know, trying to, you know, be a, you know, be a support system for them and be and try to total line between being a friend and disciplinarian i'm a terrible disciplinarian um because i know how harsh my mom and my grandma were and i don't want the same thing so i mm-hmm. kind of i never wanted like my children to feel like they had to walk on eggshells or they were going to be yelled at and stuff like that so i've kind of like gone completely opposite of that which some days i'm like i should have been better but you know it's a learning experience and we're all you know trying the best we can um yes i don't know how limited my time is so ricardo i really had a question i wanted to ask you i wrote it down okay um you had brought up the pressure that you felt about wanting to have this conversation and you guys really discussed it a lot about the fear of having the conversation and where that fear stems from Mm -hmm. and um so what i asked was is it really the women when you had already made up your mind how it was going to go to not discuss it where did that even come from when you say not discuss it you mean as far as the feelings and the pressures and the stigma. Correct. And, okay. Correct. And, you know, I think that's one of the things we kind of touched up on as well, where it's, it's the stereotype. It's, it's the, it's the pressures of society. It's the way you come up and you're told this is what you as a man should be doing and feeling and acting like, you know, so anytime you, you feel opposite of, of that blueprint mm-hmm. that's been beaten into you your entire life, there's a question. Anytime you go against that blueprint, it's a question, you know what I mean? So, and 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 I think that's gonna go for any situation, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, anytime you get to a point where you're, you're thinking left when everybody you've ever known told you you should think right, you're going to stop right there immediately and question everything. And then beyond questioning everything, no matter how much you want to go left, it's hard for you to make that choice or even ask someone if that's the right choice, just because the fear of saying, well, no, anybody I ask is going to tell me to go the other way. You right. know what I mean? So, so I think it's one of those things where, you know, and, and was kind of like the overarching point more or less of, of the conversation is that, it's just one of those uh, societal stereotypes that, you know, just continues to keep us as men, you know, uh, locking up our emotions, locking, locking mm-hmm. up our feelings, locking up our insecurities, you know, just because we're told that we're not allowed to express them. 
So some of the responsibility of this can definitely fall on the men and not necessarily on the women they're with. Yeah, of course, to a certain extent. And certain I extent. think and I think the way, you know, and again, I'm everybody's not gonna be in the same situation. I was fortunate enough to I am, not to say was, I am fortunate enough um to be in a relationship with somebody who who has continuously gone out of their way to make sure that I feel safe with my feelings mm -hmm. and I feel safe with my insecurities, you know? And I think we can all agree, you know, and I don't wanna put words in anybody's mouth, but I think we can agree that for the most part, that may not be the case for every man who's in a relationship. True. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I touched on this with Ricardo a little bit. Um, uh, I was, and like I mentioned before, I was, in a situation where my husband lost his job. Um, we were married, well, obviously he was my husband um, and he lost his job. I was very happy actually that he did because I knew how badly he didn't want to be in that place anymore. And what I saw was opportunity mm -hmm. for him to be able to explore the things that he loved. I didn't think the financial toll it would take because I really saw, wow, now you get to pursue your dream, go for it. I'm here for it. Um, and I told Ricardo what ended up really causing the stress wasn't the loss of job as much as what it represented in our marriage. And um, a lot of things came to the forefront as a result of the loss of job, where you don't really think that is an issue before, because you know, when you're in a good space, a lot of things are just not a problem. So the lack of communication came. I um, missed the time that we were able to spend doing frivolous things. Now income is not coming in. You can't do them anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, and even the, I wasn't prepared for the emotional strain that it took on him, which, you know, listening to this podcast, I could only imagine emotionally what that was doing for him. Yeah. I, I um, had listened to a sermon one day and the pastor said, what the devil takes away from you is not what he was after. Oh, wow. And it struck me with his job situation. He lost his job, but instead what it caused us was his identity, his security, his independence, which ultimately caused an issue in our marriage. You know? Yeah. And I know how much I tied my identity with what I did. So therefore, when I lost my job, I started to see myself through his eyes, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I apologized to him like for any pressures that I put on him while his job was lost because I was now on the receiving end of that. Right. So, you know, there is a pressure on both people when a situation like this arises because it also is, who do I play in your life as your wife in this situation when maybe I have goals and visions and dreams for our family as well. Now it's going to be put on pause. We don't know for how long. How do I carry us? What do I say? How long am I supposed to do it for? And, you know, Ricardo, one of the things you said is that you had a timeline, you had a plan. And a lot of this happens to couples and they don't have that. 
you had made choices financially that you were able to absorb a hit. A lot of couples don't have that to be able to sit down with your wife and say, this is the plan for six months. If in six months I don't have a new job, I will take X, Y, and Z because I'm, I'm only doing this for six months. I'm only going to chase the perfect how, uh, job for X amount of time. But will you commit to that? You know, all the things that you, it was like a blueprint for me, what you were saying on yeah. what to do when you want to start a new career, what do you, what to do when you have lost a job. And that's for both of us in, mm-hmm. in a committed relationship. So, so one of the things I'll say, and I, and, and again, I, I, I want to be able to definitely get Martini's input on this because one of the things I heard specifically is as far as it goes with him losing the job. And as 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 minuscule and minute that it may sound, the difference between losing a job and then choosing to leave a it's job huge. for yeah. a man for a man is is huge. huge. Yeah. So it's like even if even if I hate this place, I want out. I want out. I want to get out of here. I want to get out of here. If you're not out on your own terms, then it's tough because then you don't have yes. the opportunity to plan and set up that blueprint. And, and put something together and figure out how you're going to go through, you know, and, and Martini, I'm curious to hear what you guess, think about that, because I know, obviously, you know, you've been through that dynamic as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. When, uh, <clears throat> when uh, like I've told you, uh, Ricardo, multiple times that um, it was rough because I was unemployed when I was with uh, my then my ex fiance. And it was just it was just hard because, again, yeah, it, it, I I I left the job on like bad terms, so I was like, but I didn't want to just take any other job either. I had dreams, I mm-hmm. had goals, you know, and I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna achieve these things, and but at the same time, I'm trying to save up for a ring because I'm like, no, this is this is the woman that I want, you know, and mm-hmm. you can kind of uh, what's it called? Uh, I'm I don't want to say blame, but you know, with all the movies and all that stuff that's out there, you're just focused on like getting, getting the girl, getting, well, I don't say the prize, but like getting, like getting the woman. You don't think about anything else. I was like, I have her. Mm-hmm. I have her. I want to keep her. This is it. But you, but you don't even think about, you don't even think about the, oh, wait, I need to get a house. I need to get, mm-hmm. you know, this, I need to get that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So she was like, well, why don't you just get this job? Why don't you get this job? And I'm like, I don't want that because I know as yeah. soon as I get that job, I'm the day one. They're gonna say, "Hey, welcome, Martini." I'm like, "F you." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm already over this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have lunch yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm and I'm done with this job. You know? So yeah, I, I totally understand that, Ricardo. It's like, I was like, ah, like you you want to leave on your own terms and you want to have a uh, control of your path, and it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely, Martini. That is the thing, you know, while you as the man are chasing or want or exploring the best opportunity after a loss, you know, when you are let go, the other side of it is, do I just take anything because I do have a family to support or I I do want to buy that ring? You know, I I do want to show her that I'm not depending on her to take care of me and us because I am the man. It, it is it is a tough dynamic. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's and that's where it comes because no matter what, those are the thoughts that are always going to be running through our head because you know we know at the end of the day, you know when 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 anybody looks at the two of us, you know it, it, nine times out of ten they're really looking at us, the guy. Like, are you taking care of her? Are you making sure she's okay? Are you making sure your house is held together? Are you making sure your kids got what they need? Are you making sure everybody's eating at night? You know so. You know, Ricardo, interestingly, all three of us are from the same Haitian background. Uh And you'd be surprised at what us as the women feel about seeing the picture of the family. Mm -hmm. You know, the same way. And, you know, you know, my mom, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, my mom, too. What we have been raised to think is our job as the woman and now in this new time, you know, where women are very different mm-hmm. from what we were raised, my mom still is very much at the, when they see the picture of your family, are you taking care of your man? Are you supporting your man? Are yeah. you setting his plate? You know, are you rubbing his back when he gets <laughs> home? <laughs> is your children taken care of? You know, that those gender roles still play heavy for yeah. a lot of people in you know a lot of different backgrounds. So it sounds to me like we we both have responsibility, pressure responsibility in how all of this plays out. You know. So I, and and I agree. And Martini, you can chime in as well on this because I, I I I know this is going to be a good one for you. <laughs> I absolutely agree. And I think the issue is, and I don't want to say issue, but the, the the subject at hand and the main focus of our previous conversation was that while, yes, we both, both genders have these um, stresses and, and expectations and stereotypes and things that they have to live up to, mm-hmm. it's acceptable for women to voice their, their mm. concerns around their role. Not only is it acceptable ah. for them to voice their concerns, they're, you know, more that more often than not, they will be, you know, welcomed with open arms by whoever right. they're voicing it to and and get advice and get a shoulder and get a pat on the back and be told it's going to be OK. You know, whereas mm-hmm. we are not necessarily getting that. Yeah. Well, I. um I think I'm going to just acquiesce to that. I I that's a victory. I'll take that. <laughs> Damn, I can't I, even I can't even double down. <laughs> I, I was waiting. I, I was waiting for you to jump in because I was like, "Come yeah. on, man, drive it home, drive it home." I was going to, but I didn't want to interrupt her. You know what I'm saying, ladies first. <laughs> we didn't, we, we didn't think. Yeah, we didn't think you were going to go down that that easily. I, on that I one. did go down very easy <laughs> on that. You know. Um, Experience has a lot to play with that. And listen, I just turned 40 and congratulations. There's thank you. Thank you very yeah, much. Welcome, welcome to the other side, yeah. Welcome <laughs> to the other side. Yeah. Thank you. Um one of my favorite relationships are the ones that I have with men because I do get to have these conversations. Mm-hmm. And I am one of those women who is very much let a man be a man. I believe in the submissiveness of women. I believe there are gender roles, not necessarily women can't do what men do, but women shouldn't do what men do Mm -hmm. or could do. 
And therefore, with that mindset and having male friends, I also hear their strife in being a man in today's society, being a black man in today's society. Mm -hmm. And therefore, it's hard for me to argue that point. If you say you don't have a safe space or open arms to say, this isn't working for me, can I really argue with that? That's the truth. And so I won't argue with that for argument's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... What were some of the things that you did disagree with with the uh, episode, and what are some of your uh, notes that you have there? Okay, so here's one of the notes that I that I wanted to. Um, I kind of was having like a struggle with it. Um, with the, I think we were you guys had kind of got into the protect provide um, thing from like the Chris Rock killer messenger story, and how like men are fighting battles out in the world and then they have to come home and fight battles at home. Mm-hmm. Do you guys kind of remember that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what immediately came to my head was this, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's a conversation between Nikki Giovanni and James Baldwin, where she's basically like saying like in, in their conversation and their back and forth, he's basically saying like, I have the weight of the world on my shoulders and, and, and you as my woman should get it. Right. But she like, hold up, like you smile and laugh at the world all day. Like you actually, the line is you grin at him. Like, so basically this is, so here I actually have it because I had to pull it up to get it for word for word. So his, so his line, James Bowman says, if a man comes home and he's in a situation he can, he not can, he cannot control, it's got to come out somewhere. They got, they got you by the neck and by the balls and it has to come out. It comes out with the person you're closest to. So in response to that, Nikki Giovanni says, you grin at him all day long. You come home and you and I catch hell because I love you. I I get the least of you. I get the very minimum. So basically, like you shuck and jive all day with the with the world. But when you come home, I get you to like shit because I'm here with you. And so I was thinking about like these these dynamics that we put on ourselves, like these roles that we, like, I'm a man and I have to do this and I have to provide and I have to protect. When there's a whole other person there with you, mm-hmm. you know, and if you just say, you know, I really need my partner right now. Like, I really need my homie. Like, cause that's why we, that's why we're here, right? That's, that's what the, like, that's why we're committed to each other because you my homie lover friend, right? You should be my best friend, my best lover, mm-hmm. my best person. That's why we're here. So instead of like taking on these and believe you me, even though men feel like if they can't provide, they're going to lose their family. Women feel like if I don't be sexy, if I don't look like the bitches on Instagram, (laughs) if I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like if I don't give head like Cardi and Nikki be talking about in their songs, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So what's going to happen? He's going to go leave me for one of them. You know, so, you know, we have these unrealistic and unexpected, unimaginable expectations that we put on ourselves as well and at the same time i think if people just stopped for a minute and just communicated that that's why i think it's so very important for like couples and people that are trying to relationship whatever version of that looks like there it is very important to communicate mm-hmm. like even if you just have like one night a week where you just like talk to each other in the face turn off the phone turn off the app just look at each other and communicate because sometimes you miss stuff in the in the process of going through the days and in your life expectations like i i you know i recall you saying about how you know you don't know if you ever told your wife how much 
like how how much you hated your job. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you like maybe I said it, but I don't know if I really said it. You know, like in those moments when you have a time to date and to communicate with each other, even if it's just sitting in the house, even if it's putting the kids, you know, putting the kids away. <laughs> I always say put the kids away. <laughs> 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 You know, even if they're still in the house, you know, like them in their rooms or they're settled in for the night and you guys take an hour just to communicate the day, just to communicate, you know, the last three days, you know, or something just so that you're not missing each other. And I think that's what happens. Like we get so boggled down with life that we forget, like there's a whole other person here with me. And, And I think I appreciate that more so being single. Because I'm like, I miss having a, that person. Like, I miss having, I mean, I got people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. You can have people, but when you got a person, it's a little different. Right, yeah. Yeah. People, people ain't going to get everything. People right. ain't going to get it. A person will get everything, you know? <laughs> exactly. And so I, I think about that a lot. Like, I think we, I think that's the, I think that's what I hear, like, from my, my homegirls. That's what I hear from, like, you guys talking on the podcast. I have guy friends that I hear the same, conver- like, the same conversation, the same thought process that you guys were going through. I'm like, where the hell are these guys for me? Because, like, where's the guy that wants to pay the bills? Because I don't know where he is. Because <laughs> I have never met him. Like, where's the one that's stressed out that he got to pay the bills? Where? Show me. Like maybe he's oh, yeah, trust. Like, <laughs> maybe I need to go back home, like find him again because it's not here, you know. So um it's just it's just um that I and I, I was telling um Martini, I was telling uh, Ricardo before, like I was raised, you know, with my grandmother, my grandfather, and I remember being young and my grandfather used to always say the words that he used to use was stop being a girl. Mm-hmm. stop being a girl like whenever I would get like emotional or I would not be thinking about other people he would always say stop being a girl and that's not what he meant and he used to always say it but then he would explain what he meant he'll be like you know how right there you were upset because somebody didn't do something for you how do you think that person felt mm-hmm. you know like right there in that moment he would stop me and be like stop being a girl and think about somebody else Maybe stop being a girl wasn't the appropriate word. To use. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but that was the the point of it. Like, think about somebody else besides yourself. Right. How do you think that affects that person? Mm-hmm. And and how do you think that you acting like that affected them? No, no. You know, and I was like, oh. You know, it's like think outside yourself for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've always taken that. As a matter of fact, to, to almost to like my detriment at times, where I'll be like, "No, no, I have to make sure you're okay. It doesn't matter about me, you know." But I, oh, this you is, know, that's the that's the whole other spectrum. You can't do that either. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a balancing act. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that was just my you know whole thoughts on all that. That was a lot. Ooh, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to, but to answer your first question about like oh you know if he's gonna leave me or whatever if I don't like act like the IG you know girls or whatever blah blah. I mean to quote Jay Z, I was just fucking them girls. I'm gonna be right back. I'm gonna get right back. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo. <laughs> See, we don't we don't leave. We don't leave. <laughs> we know. You know what? But, but but listen though, like legit though, as crazy, you know, and, and, and shout out to my wife if she listens to this, I don't condone that statement. Um but, <laughs> but, but but for real though, I think you know, and this isn't one size fits all because I, I know I know men cheat and I know divorces happen and whatnot, but I'd like to believe that for the most part, when a man does get to a point where he decides, you know what, this woman is everything for me. This woman is what I need in my life to, you know, like she is my other half. She's going to make this thing whole. We're going to go ahead and get married. I'd like to believe that for the most part, that man, you know, is always going to have that mindset of, no, it's you. I'm always coming home. You know what I mean? We all make mistakes. Things happen. I get it, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but but I, I think overall, again, I'd like to think overall, um, the sentiment is always at the end of the day, I'm coming home. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, I, I would hope that's the case, at least. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the here's the, the flip. The other side of that coin is like, OK, you I, the assumption is always that the woman's going to be sitting at home waiting for you. Mm. True. True. So that's that's facts. <laughs> that's facts. Yeah. <laughs> and know, that's what if she what if she says I'll be home, I'll be back. That's a different feeling. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. And and that's one of those things where for me specifically, I know you know within my relationship, you know, it's been you know overall we've been together 15 years, married 12, and it's like, you know, I know one of the things I always try to make sure I do is to let her know that. In her skin, in her body, in her in her being, everything she is had the toe that I'm crazy about that. You know what I mean? Oh, so even even when she even if something happens where she gets a little insecure or she thinks she don't look good, I'm like, you crazy, bro. You 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 still the baddest motherfucker on the planet. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like so I try to make sure that that she knows without a doubt, like. You know what I'm saying Instagram holes are Instagram holes, man. They ain't going nowhere. It's cool to, right. to, to 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 swipe through on the screen and whatnot, macaroni in the pot and all of that. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> at, at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, man, I'm 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 I'm, I'm laying up to next to what I want to be laid up next to. You know, absolutely. That's so dope. I wanted to um say this thing because I got this uh, actually a couple days ago on uh, on uh, IG. Whereas uh, on the spiritual uh, word um, post and they were talking about men sharing why they do not open up to women or explain how they feel to them. And um, it had 122,000 likes and over 7,000 comments. And there was uh, multiple things um, that were just great. I was just like nailed it right on the head. And uh, one woman asked, why do men shut their partners out when they're going through stuff? It's unfair. And this one, because uh, Ricardo was pretty much saying it, is uh, this right here was one of them. One of the answers that the men said was because a lot of young women have made it abundantly clear that suffering or financial weakness is not acceptable in a partner. This hurts us both. Then there's the possibility that there that she has shown an inability to deal with hardship. So telling her won't make a difference. Mm hmm. So I found that uh, very interesting. And also, too, um, this one was um, 
I think I, I I don't know. I took this personally, but like it was it was nice. It said, um, the issue isn't men shutting out their partners. The issue is if I tell you what I'm going through, what would you do to help? Just another oh sorry baby and a small hug. <laughs> you know, yeah. so. Uh, I'm I I want to say something about the second. Sure. You know, a lot of the things that we're talking about is so from I guess who your friends are how you were raised because you know I mentioned my husband lost his job he had this pursuit he was I was financially in a better place and all I knew my goal was to um, help him through this but help him follow his dream so he did find a school he went to and I was all in with helping you know pay for that education of what he wanted to do so the question becomes when what's happening to the women with that mindset where did that mindset come from me versus another woman who doesn't have it my mother um society or is it the fact that i so believed in my family i was willing to do what i felt i had a ring on my finger so that definitely I had more of a responsibility than anybody else, I felt, you know, to make sure that I get him through this the best way that I can. But what is happening to us women that we're not having that mindset? Um, I I mean, obviously, I can't answer that. I'm not a woman. But but the thing that I would like to say is that I, I don't know if I told this to Ricardo or maybe I just told it to myself, where it was like, I feel that sometimes stereotypically a lot of women you know when they get to the altar and the, the vows are being said right clearly mm-hmm. the vows i mean of, of course if you wrote your own vows but like if if you didn't the vows are are exactly the same correct but mm-hmm. i feel that when the men say it the men are saying the vows uh, that is being repeated but i feel that when the women is saying it they're like yes i will keep track of this man doing these vows, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. I mean, yo, I mean, that's valid though. That that's, that's actually pretty valid. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm, uh, yes, uh, priest or whatever, pastor. Yes, I will keep track of this man saying these vows. I do, <laughs> you know. So that's. <laughs> I mean, we see the disconnect. I'm not trying to hate on the chicks, but we see the disconnect. Like you said it yourself. Like where, where is this attitude coming from? But then I, I will throw them a bone. I will throw them a bone. Maybe it's because of all the, you know, being played and all that stuff by the Ray Rays and the Tyrones and the whatever. So it's I was like, going to say that. So mm-hmm. it's like, all right, now I'm just going to fend for myself and get mine. Yeah, I w- I was going to say that mm-hmm. because I I um. This empowerment of women, which I think is so beautiful. I'm raising two daughters. I'm definitely teaching them this empowerment of themselves. And I can do anything. I think it's important for women to feel that they don't need to have a man. In order to say it again, girl. (laughs) I I will, Ricardo. I think it's very important that women feel they don't need to have a man to be complete. the addition of a spouse is maybe one of the most beautiful things God has created. The creation of family. But do we need, does a woman need to have that? Um, no, we shouldn't need it. 
we should want it. And therefore, the things that you want, you work for both ends. Um, are we keeping track of what you are I doing and not doing? You know, I wrote down women aren't loved unconditionally. We are expected to grin and bear it. Mm. And that was from something uh, I think Martini you had said in the last podcast, and that was my response to that. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that was from the uh, Chris Rock special Tambourine. Where yeah, was, where he said that. Yeah, we are just expected to grin and bear it. That's fair. That's that's valid. Yeah, you you guys yes. deal with a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, is the pressure of men in the financial? Um, way in a relationship do you guys think that is equivalent more than less than or not even on the same radar of the pressures of women in general like the just the general pressure of women let's keep it to women in a relationship okay no no no, that's not men in society women in society so uh, okay so basically you're asking are the pressures that men feel and women feel are they like lesser than equal or greater is that what you're saying i could i don't want to yeah. get the wrong thing equivalent more than less than or we can't even compare oh that's unfair uh, <laughs> um but i uh, think i mean i, I can go first sure. if anything i i honestly think and it just goes back to something that i mentioned before again definitely acknowledge that there's pressures on both sides so as a man, it's easy for me to say that ours is way more, again, simply because of the little fact that we are not technically supposed to feel yeah, any type of way about it, you know? Because I, I understand completely um, where you're coming from when you said as far as uh, grinning, women have to grin and bear it. You said that, and I was like, oh, shit, okay, that's... <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't expecting that. And then, you know, for me to think about it and understand exactly what you mean, it it totally makes sense. And yet, even when that may be the case and you're told to grin and bear it, you're still allowed to voice your displeasure about whatever it is that you have to grin and bear. You know, so to anybody who will listen, to be honest. No, you don't think so? I mean, you guys you, have you, could, you guys have brunch and mimosas to talk and, about and all this go. stuff. <laughs> you could you could you could pick you could pick up the phone and call a girlfriend, you can call a sister, you can call a cousin, you can call a a, a schoolmate, you can call a work friend, you know what I mean? So I, I, I think at the end of the day, even if you feel like you may not be able to speak to nobody about it as a female generally speaking y'all got plenty of people to speak to about these types of things and also i know that other men can can call men too but the the conversation is different because with the women Mm -hmm. it'll be like that's right girl whatever blah blah blah. Mm -hmm, i understand we empower Mm -hmm. but like um the man is like yo you you better do whatever you need to do (laughs) <laughs> to freaking yeah, not sleep on the couch tonight. Uh-huh. Come on, bro. Just 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 man up, bro. You know what you gotta the do. Empowerment just... is not the same. It's not. It's not. You know, so not only is it not the same, but it continues to discourage us from even 
bothering to bring it up to it's, say anything. It's like don't you know? it's like don't rock the boat, bro. Don't mm-hmm. don't rock the boat. You know, oh and that brings up another thing from uh the spiritual word thing. Uh it says right here, um uh before you know it, you become social media content when the relationship is over, talking about I once dated this guy, they reduced his salary at work, and that man did not stop complaining, and I knew I deserved better. Once she is done with you, your struggles become content. Don't do it. I hate that so much. Hmm. I hate that. I hate that so much. You know, I I guess social media is speaking a lot of truth. Of things that are going on. Too much truth. The brutal truth. The brutal honesty. Brutal honesty, but also the lies and the exaggerations and the... They romanticize a lot of what's going on in relationships for fodder. Sure. If we're gonna keep it real. Sure. Some Absolutely. of these some of these memes, I laugh and I laugh and I'm like, whoo, you know, thank God for making me laugh at my situation. Mm. And then some of them are like, Well, it's not as funny as you guys are able to write in X amount of characters, you know? <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I guess, you know, if if that the truth in that is this idea that I deserve better. I think we are misinforming each other. I'll say as a woman, we are definitely misinforming each other on what it means to be supportive. And I'm going to say we, not that I'm doing it or my circle of friends are doing it, but based on these type of posts that we have seen, yeah. I think we are misinforming each other. Um, that whole we deserve better and deserve better is a financial thing. Right. I think I think another thing too, and you know, I don't I don't want to get it to a point where it's, you know, like like bashing women or anything. But I yeah. think another one of the instances that I think feeds to this more than anything is that there is always this inherent nature of competition within women as well when it comes to that aspect. You know, like the relationship aspect. You know, because after you've been through three, four shitty relationships and here come your homegirl engaged, getting ready to be married, you know, and again, I'm not saying you specifically, I'm just saying yeah. in general, you know, it's like, yeah, you're going to act happy over the moon. Oh my God, I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for you. But then it's like going in the corner. It's like, well, shit, I, I can't find a man. And she ain't, I know I'm a better woman than her. She can't even do this. She can't, she don't even cook. How the hell is she getting married? <laughs> You know what I mean? So there's there's that part of it that I feel like kind of fuels it a bit more too, as well as with the social media stuff too, that just kind of throws more gasoline onto the gasoline flame, on you know? fire. You yeah. know, um, I am I'm so blessed to not know women like that. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm sure what you're saying is true. But in this in this empowerment world that we're talking about, and we do forget to empower each other, like mm-hmm. It is okay to be happy for each other's wins and not make it about us, you know, um, to think that because like what makes me more deserving than you to have this joy that's happened to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there's so many levels to that, that mindset, which probably has nothing to do with a man's role in society. Yeah. You know, um, you know, you said one, I don't remember who had said it in the last, you know, when a man, when a woman meets a man, her friends are automatically like, what does he do? 
right? Yeah, that was me. That was me, and that was also that was from uh, Chris Rock tampering. <laughs> yeah. What's your first questions when a woman tells, when a man tells you, when your friend tells you he's met someone? The same thing that Chris Rock said. How she looked. <laughs> Is that your first question as well? Uh oh, me, you talking to me? Like realistically, is that really what you ask first? Well, okay, what? Okay, if if someone were to say, well, I see, that's the thing, because I think they would probably show me a picture at the same time. But um, let me see. Uh, that would definitely be that. That would definitely be one of the first to tell you the truth. I, I'll put myself out there. Yeah, the the, the how? Yeah, how does how does she look? Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd have to. Yeah, I'd have to agree if if there isn't like a visual representation there, whether it's showing a picture that says like, okay, well, what does she look like? And then it could be like, all right, well, where's she from? You know, where'd you meet her? You know, but it's it's. I know for me, it's definitely never. You know, what does she do? How much money does she make? What kind of car does she drive? You know, type stuff. Yeah, it's not that because. So. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Martini. Well, well, I was gonna say is that like. For the most part, I mean that that's been a not a running joke, but like a running like a secret that women are finding out that like men don't care about that stuff from women. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, it's like it's like okay, okay, she drives a car, whatever. You know, like oh, she graduated. I don't know what is it, the freaking um, HBCU. Okay, cool. Like how yeah. it, how is she? Like because we want to know how she is. Like is she like. Is she annoying? Is she a bitch? Whatever, because that's what I'm gonna have to deal with every day. Not what you yeah, drive. Yeah, yeah. Not what you drive. Or not <laughs> your so your college funny. degree doesn't do anything to me. You know, like your attitude does. <laughs> you know. Yeah. That, that's that's the thing. true. Because because as guys, I think that is our mentality. At the end of the day, for us, it's like, all right, well, if this chick is gonna be around, can I be around her? Can I deal with her? Can I put up yeah. with her? Is she cool? That's probably the that's probably the main question right there. <laughs> All encompassing as a guy, be like, all right, well, is she cool? Like, because as a guy, we know what that means. Like, when you ask a guy yeah. if, if this is a cool chick or not, we know what that means, you know? Can so you live like, with her? <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, because if you're like, yo, is she cool? It's like, uh, you know, she's nah, bro. Nah, nah, nah. Don't bring her keep around. Keep it moving. Don't bring her around. Yeah, keep it moving. That's it. Keep you know? it moving. <laughs> That's it. Um, you know, so it's like there seems to be a societal shift, though, because uh, based on the horrible and Ricardo dating stories, <laughs> oh wow, men are yeah. shifting that mindset, and it's probably to join along the women who have shifted this submissiveness mindset as well. That m- men love now the whole total, not just she looks good, mm-hmm. but she is making x amount of dollars she is able to provide and this is just based off of conversations that i've had and the dating stories that i have encountered Mm -hmm. that men are also taking that change so the question is we are the ones who are shaping society now right Mm -hmm. what if there is a shape a, a shift in that that men are caring more. Do you think that men are still, you think the majority of the men are still more so on the, can I live with her daily versus what is she bringing to the table? Um, hmm. That's a good question. I, I think, and, and I was actually, as you were saying that, I was kind of curious before I even answer, I was kind of curious to know what do you think is the cause of that? Like you mentioned, as far as bringing the table, do you think it's men are now starting to have that mindset of, Hey, 
is this someone who can be my equal or is it just a situation of all right well you know maybe i want to kind of be a bum a little bit and she hold it down you know i don't think it's the the bum thing i think that women have gotten so i can do all things that men are like okay (laughs) so let's be equal so so in that sense you know and i'm glad that that's you know in, in your experience you know that's kind of what you would think it is because in my mindset that's where i was leaning to you know okay um as far as i would think of it it would be a situation where guys are more mindful now to that point where it's saying maybe i don't i want to make sure i'm not just dating a leech you know yeah. what i mean like i'm not just with with you know this 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 beautiful face with long hair and fat ass but you know what I mean? She's just really with me for what's in the wallet, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a new sense of security of saying, okay, I know my girl got her own and I know my girl can handle herself. So maybe there is a little bit less pressure for me to have to feel as if it's all on me. I got to do all of this by myself where nah, it's a partnership. You know, I know I'm getting a partner, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not getting a dependent. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you guys think of that, though? That's great. It's I, <laughs> I, 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 I think it's great if guys are having that mindset. But at the same time, we have to maintain that empowerment shift as well. Because remember, Tini, we mentioned that where, you know, over the past handful of years where we've seen this monumental push for women's empowerment and, and it goes so far and see the beautiful things that have come out from it just to kind of like maybe in the past more recent year or two kind of see a little bit of regression where, you know, where we are going back to the, to, to, you know, let me just, let me just jump on OnlyFans and, <laughs> and show a little something, something and, mm. and get, and get a million followers and, you know, still mm. be, still be balled up in this roach infested apartment until, you know, somebody pulls up in the Maserati outside and, and takes me away. That's that's amazing. Martini, you're in agreement with that as well? Well, I mean, yeah, because I mean, I was going to say, because when you when you were talking about uh, your situation, you know, uh, with the, you know, the ex-husband and stuff like that, where you decided, all right, you know, I'm, I'm going to hold it down and, and do that. It reminded me of our last episode with Ricardo um, with the, the Tabitha Brown story. Where Wendy Williams was like, "Oh, what are you doing? Like, you shouldn't do that." Ooh. I I had a person like that, and all that stuff. And she's like, "Whoa, hey, okay, this is my husband. <laughs> you know, he held it down for me all these years. He hated what he was doing. Uh, well, no, I don't know if he hated what he's doing, but he was like, he's retiring early because I think it was like an officer or something like that. I for, I forget the mm-hmm. the story, but he retired early because he could. And the wife is like, "Go ahead, I want you to follow your dreams now." And I'm like, "Wow." That's that's awesome. And to hear you do that, too, in um, the same fashion, I'm like, whoa, because, again, like I was saying, with the whole like vows thing that that is a, I don't I don't think a lot of women would do that, you know, like would forego. No, I don't want to say their life, but um, to, to give that man such freedom to you know not discover himself but like be be better for for him yeah. to for, for him to be better because i mean we we've we've seen stereotypically like <laughs> like the you know the woman come in and 
she sees like her man like on the couch either watching television maybe football or playing video games and she is irate (laughs) (laughs) she's like what the hell are you doing he's like what what you don't even know what he you don't even know what he was doing all you're seeing is the 50 seconds that you saw that you were doing something you don't know what his day was but you think he was just on his ass doing nothing while you were you know whatever doing everything you know running around have having the kid you know um breastfeeding your kid at the same time you're driving the car and all that stuff you know what i mean so (laughs) that's the thing so i find it very interesting um, that tabitha brown uh wendy williams is the epitome of mind who you're getting advice from mm-hmm. yeah. um and it kind of and, and it kind of goes to you know what i mentioned before about that that inner competition where it's like i'm wendy williams and that didn't work for me what makes correct. you think it's gonna work for you you know correct um and, and tab, tabitha tab, brown she held that down with such grace yes. oh, oh See, that's what you wow. call a christian read she, she, that's a Christian read. She read Wendy Williams up and down, but she took her faith. She put mm-hmm. God. She blessed her at the end of it. It yep. was a whole sermon, and I listened to her, and I'm like, yeah, because number one, you don't get to comment on other people's marriages, right? Fact, and you know, um, and number two, it's one of those things that you really are so proud of what she did and the fact that they were able to get there, you almost want to say, how did you do it, sis? Let me know. Mm -hmm. And that's what we forget in doing this with each other is that if we all are kind of empowering each other, then maybe we would get to the other side of this topic because guaranteed we'll be having this topic again for the Mm -hmm. women who not sure about where their roles are and the men who are feeling pressured about maybe what's best for my family is to get into a very good mental health space. Mm -hmm. And I think that was like the most important piece of this topic of this whole topic, Ricardo, was your mental health. I love the shift that society has taken in respecting people's mental health because for so long it made it like, like it wasn't important and the mental health of men are not important because you guys just have to be worker bees. And then the mental health of women are not important because you just have to nurture and you combine those two people together who are not in a good mental space. And now they are the ones who are in charge of taking care of the communities, taking care of their family, taking, making this world a better place. We're not going to, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so the major, major point of all of this is, I want to say, I'm not going to say the major point, but a very important fact is mentally, what is this doing to all of us? This shift, this mindset, this pressure, what is it doing to all of us individually as our friends? You know, what are the conversations that we are having with each other so that when we come out of this bubble, how are we now affecting? What are we telling our kids? You know, because that is what's happening, right? Yeah, yeah. The same pressure that you feel if your dad gave it to you, if you don't do something about it, you're going to pass it on to your kids. I will pass the same thing on to oh no no you know no jojo you better get a man who's six figures he can take care i will give that to her if i don't get myself in a healthy mindset of what it means to be with someone to support them to empower them and to help them grow there you go yeah it comes and it comes down to what you mentioned something earlier too that hits the nail right on the head it comes down to who's in your circle who's in your network who who are you feeding off of who are you Mm -hmm. bouncing ideas off of you know because i think you you said excuse me you said it's great that you know 
as a society, we're in a place where people are able to respect other folks' mental health. I'll even go a step further. It's great that we're in a place where we're even able to acknowledge it. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. before you can even respect it and understand it and do anything about it, first you have to be able to acknowledge that it's an issue and it exists. It's an issue. Mm-hmm. You know what I True. mean? So so and I think for me, the driving force, and again, the 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 idea for the episode came up in conversations where it was me feeling feeling safe enough and feeling secure enough to have a conversation with somebody I've known my entire life, you mm-hmm. know, and say, and say, Hey, Hey, Martini, man, this is what I have going on right now. And mm-hmm. for us to have that conversation and then things to work out the way they did. And for me to say, Hey, you know what? I, I feel secure enough to share this with others now, Absolutely. you know what I mean? And, and, Again, it just goes back to that main point where unfortunately not enough men are able to get to that point, you know, so we can continue those shifts in the mindset in in, in society. And I told him like off air too that I was scared for him because Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. what, you know, his wife might do. And again, you know, you know, I love your wife, you know, Rick. So like, I'm not saying that she was going to like go crazy, but I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I hope, yeah. I hope yeah. he's, I hope he's going to be okay because I know what this situation brings. I was in it, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, I was in it and we yeah. all, and we all have that fear, you know, like I hope, I hope, you know, something drastic doesn't happen to him, but yeah. And I'll say, and, and I'll say till the end, you know, I mentioned it, I think it was in the Facebook post. I can't remember if I mentioned it um, in the episode or not, but you know, like of, all of the people in the world that I was able to express myself to and let them know what was going on. My wife was the one and only person that legit, if she said, Hey, babe, you need to suck it up and deal with it and keep pushing. I would have been like, you know what, baby, you're right. I'll do it. I'll suck it up. I'll I'll stick with this job. I'll keep pushing because, you know, I know even if that was her answer, it's her answer because of you know that's her supporting me that's her saying i think you can do this i know you can do this stick with it you got it if she went that route i would have still been where i was at you know what i mean i would have probably still been miserable but you know at least i would have been like hey look you know it is what it is she's the one and only person who could have told me to to to, to suck it up and move forward and deal with it and i would have you know thankfully you know i'm blessed with yeah thankfully i'm blessed with an absolute angel of a wife who said, you know what, then then quit that job and let's figure this out. You know what I mean? If you're not happy, get up out of there and let's find let's find you a place that you won't be happy. Well, you know, Ricardo, her response to you was based on the choices, the security that you have made her feel. And your response to her is based on the security she has given to you as well. Mm-hmm. There is no way that would have been the responses if you guys didn't build that up as a relationship to get Absolutely. you to that point right there. And that's so important to consider. The The person that you want sometimes has to be the person you have to be in a relationship. You know, she knows that there's no way you would just quit your job and lounge on the bed and have her take care of anything. So if you're saying, I can't do this, it comes from a genuine place. And there's no way that she would tell you, suck it up, you got to do this because she's selfish or inconsiderate. So, you know, if she said it, it's because you tr- you trust her. And that's what that is. That's a yeah. trust. Yeah. 
That's it. Man. It's a beautiful thing, you know. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I know I'm blessed. I know I'm in a, you know, the, the what I have, everybody doesn't get to have, and I'm so fortunate yeah. for it, for sure. Um, but um, I wanted to um talk about this uh one thing, and I completely forgot to talk about it the last time. But Ricardo, I know you, I know uh you've seen this, and we already discussed this, but I think China might have seen this too. But it was on. I put it on the um. Uh, the inquisitive nobody ig post and i saw this and i was like oh my god this hits it right on the head with this whole entire discussion that we're having and it was by a uh, lolo rose and she says that well it started with men have feelings too but a lot of women are selfish and so what she says is there's always some woman online talking about a man needs to make sure her feelings are reassured how she needs to feel secure how she needs to feel validated me 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 that's all you fucking hear mm -hmm. you never hear a woman talking about how a man should feel reassured and validated and secure as well because you know mm -hmm. he's human with human emotions and a lot of y'all are fucking selfish you don't let that man know it's okay for him to come to talk to you it's okay yep. to come vent it's okay to come cry it's okay nah the man is afraid to come to you because you will weaponize his feelings and use it against mm. him later. A man has to sit in his car for 15 minutes because sitting in that car, in that lonely car, is more than is more safer than going home to his wife or girlfriend. Happy mm. wife, happy life, right? Because as long as the woman is happy, the relationship is doing just fine, no matter how that man is feeling. And that, my friend, is fucked up. Preach! <laughs> and, and i'd like to say like um i, I think it's funny I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up martini because um china when you were explaining you know the things that your grandfather would say to you and how he go about it like when while you were explaining that that's what i was thinking about like mm -hmm. that that post that's kind of what triggered in my mind immediately is where it's like you know stop being stop acting like girl where for me, I interpret that as just kind of like how that went. Like, stop making it about you. Stop just what? worrying about how this is affecting you when there's other people involved. You know what I mean? Right. So, exactly. and I know we've touched up on it a little bit, Martini, where it's like, you know, and, and you mentioned earlier, China, as far as, you know, um, we the, the men, we do ourselves and the relationship a disservice by not bringing things to our wives or significant others in a timely matter or in a serious matter to make sure that they know what's going on. And I think, you know, I can speak for a lot of men where it's a situation where it's not that we don't want to bring it to you, but it's like maybe we have tried bringing it to you, but the conversation somehow gets flipped to what's going on with you. You know what I mean? Or or maybe we feel like we will bring it to you and you're just like, yeah, 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 whatever. But let me tell you what Shirley did at work today. You know what I mean? So it goes back to that thing we mentioned on the episode where it's like, you know, more often than not, it feels like a woman is going to ask her man how his day went simply because she's looking for him to ask her. So now she can talk and tell him how her day went. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't really care how your day went. I just want to open up to how the day went conversation so I can tell you how my day went. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and um Oh no, again, China. Okay, so I'll I'll disclose. Um I have I've been diagnosed with some mental health issues, right? So that in turn made me look 
inward and do some self work, right? And so um, a few years, probably like when I was like 34, 35 is when I was diagnosed because a lot of things were going on at the same time. And I was like, I need help. Like something's not quite right. Like, And, and <laughs> shout out to you for, for being able to acknowledge that. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. You. Um, Absolutely. And so I went through a whole, like I went through a whole celibacy thing. I went through a whole, like, I need to be by myself with my children and just, you know, clear up my things and get me together before I can even think about a relationship with anybody, before I can think about anything else. So I thought I had did all the work, right? I spent years alone and I did all the work, right? The work was done, you know? <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, I'm ready, you know? So um, until I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> that's not right. You know, <laughs> I'm supposed to be like in a relationship now because I did the work, remember? I worked on myself, and, <laughs> you know, mentally I'm, I'm good. Like I'm taking my meds, like, you know, I'm still in therapy. I'm not like ducking my therapist like I used to, you know, like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Because <laughs> you know like, that's what we do. We do like when people tell us the truth. Like my my therapist is this tiny little Asian chick. She's younger than me, and she basically like at first I was like a little timid because I'm like, how is this little like thirty something year old gonna you know you know be relatable to me like a black woman? You don't know my struggles. You don't know what I've been through. Blah blah blah. Yeah, right. And like by you know by like six months in, she was like, bitch, I know one thing. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, so anyway, but in I say all of that to get to the point of in communication, a lot of times, and I do this all the time, I communicate to give you my response. I don't mm -hmm. I realize that I'm not communicating to listen. Mm. hear you and then respond i already formulated my response to what yep. you're communicating and then what i do is when you don't give me the response that i've already formulated in my head now i'm mad yep mm. so <laughs> so what i realized in all of that is say i said to myself so that's hella selfish like who do you think you are like <laughs> right like you gotta clean this up sis like okay so the first thing I started to do was like, okay, cool. This person is talking to me. Clear out any thought or you don't know where this conversation is going. You don't know what this person is going to say to you. Just be a clear and open vessel for this person to talk to you so that now you're listening. So that now, how are you is a different, your, the response to that is a different feeling. You get a, and I don't know if it has something to do with like opening yourself up and chakras and waves and all that kind of thing. But I feel like when you genuinely ask someone how they are, you can feel the response when you're, when they, even if they say they're fine, you can feel that that's not a real sign. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're really listening to that person, if you're really listening. So I think in, in, in communication, I think we have to like stop and clear all of that up, like between, like, you know, the sexes between any, any relationship for real. Like, I think you just have to, like, we have to clean up and be better communicators and cleaning up and being better communicators means also being a better listener. Definitely. You know, being like a more caring listener. And receptive. Right. Mm -hmm. And even if it's not something you want to hear, like, it's, it's crazy when you have good relationships with your children and the things you hear and how your face has to stay the same. <laughs> you know, even when you're hearing crazy stuff, and you're yep. like, "Well, at least yep. they're talking to me." 
you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I guess that's what I'm going to deal with, you know, <laughs> like, you know, so um, I think it, it, all of this, all of the, the same, I always say like the same respect and the same love and care that you would give to your children. That's what you should give to someone you're in a relationship with or want to be in relationship with. Mm. Like the same care and kindness that you would give to your daughter is the same care and kindness that you should give to your wife. Yeah. You know, or, you know, or if you have nieces and nephews, if you don't have your own children, the same care and courtesy that you would give to those little people is the same care and courtesy that you should give to the adults around you. Yeah, that's valid. That's very valid. Yeah, no, that that is good. Um, And uh, uh, with Ricardo, with the um, you saying, you know, being receptive and stuff like that, like that's that's so key because um, mm-hmm. one of the. um the reason why I love that uh, message that Lola Rose said was because for me, uh, for me, um, I don't know if I've ever said this personally to you or whatever, but I've definitely said it on the podcast that um, my most number one hated phrase in the entire world is happy life, happy wife. I mean, happy wife, happy life. I, I absolutely hate it. It, 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 I do. I do as well. I, it, it, I mean, it, like to, to me, it's just a disgusting notion. And that's just to me, cause it just seems like I have to like appease to you just so I can yeah. tolerate, mm-hmm. you know, my existence with you. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, mm-hmm. I just hate, I just hate that. I mean, ugh, like it's, yeah, it's one of my like top four things that I hate. Like you might like, and happy wife, happy life. It doesn't even sound like it includes me. You know what I mean? Nope. Like, what if I freaking came up to you and said, like, hey, well, you know, happy husband, let me fuck your cousin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, we got to make that a thing. <laughs> I need the t-shirt. I need the t-shirt. Oh, my God. Oh. Yo. <laughs> I need the t-shirt ASAP. You know what I oh. mean? Is she, like, wild, I remember when a friend of mine was t- was talking to me and like she said like this like this phrase to me and I'm like, oh that's even like better like the the it should be it shouldn't be happy wife happy life it should be a uh, happy spouse happy house. There yeah. you go. You know what I mean? It It hits both things. And, you know, not saying that women, you know, don't do their thing. But, like, you know, now you're involved in helping things. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just all on me. (laughs) You know what I mean? With the happy wife, happy life thing. So And being all inclusive. If you say happy spouse, happy house, it also includes our, you know, LGBTQ plus community. Yep, that's true. Absolutely. (laughs) Anybody involved in a relationship. Right. Yes, exactly. (laughs) You know why, you know, the reason why happy, happy wife, happy life has never appeased me or why I've always hated it is because, um, again, like I said earlier, I was, I am divorced. I go by single these days. I identify single. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, because, um, all of the things that you would think a woman or a girl would expect to want to do for her wedding, like all of that was what my cousin wanted to do. Like he, he was excited like about planning a wedding and doing all the things and picking out this and picking out that. And wrote. The only thing I picked out for my wedding was my wedding dress. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was, it was definitely not that kind of experience for me. Mm-hmm. So it, so that whole theory was like completely out the window in my relationship. He was a full-time student. I worked. I worked between 70 and 80 hours a week for our household. household. Mm. So, you know, so it was not a very, like, 
man centric and he works and he provides you know like it was kind of like uh where the where the fuck they do that at because it's not here you know <laughs> mm-hmm. so um you know so and 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 knowing and, and all of that right it was just like that's why i hate that phrase so much it was like because i was not happy Mm. But he was. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing just fine. He was. He was. It, it was happy husband. Whatever. Whatever. Is gonna be the because I was not, and he was like just a okay with that too. You know, mm. and until the, until when I said um, this is not gonna work for me. Would you? You know, and that. Did you I, want the dynamic? Did you want the dynamic flipped, or you wanted it more equal? Like, tradi- like, did you want it traditional? Okay, good. But the thing was that I, the reason why we got married was because I felt like I owed him. Ooh. Like, he was, like, I went through a bunch of stuff with my family, like, right off, like, after college. And, like, he was the only person that I felt like I can depend on. And he was the person that was there for me. And all he wanted his whole life was to, like, be married mm-hmm. and have a wife. And mm-hmm. so, like, I felt like, I, after everything he did for me, why can't I give him this? Oh, you know I can. You know, like there's nothing. Th- we're together. Like why not be married? You know, and so that's so when he went off in wedding land, um, I was just like, oh, like he came home and was like, look at the, look at the invitations I picked out, and I'm like, oh, that's great. I'm glad you kept the color I like. That's <laughs> <dope>. <laughs> <laughs> and he came. He came with like his homegirl had like had um. Get, like so many people gifted us parts of the wedding so we didn't have to pay a lot so like one of his homegirls her mom is a florist so he came home and he was like oh babe look at these pictures the flowers are already done and i'm like okay like i i don't even get to pick my flower okay cool <laughs> that's what's up but you know like hindsight is 2020 right yeah so you know like looking back i was like that was crazy but you know in the moment i was like okay he's really excited it's cool like, sure yeah because you know, what, what what you know this is what women beg for exactly mm-hmm. i was literally you know, gonna like, say that yep mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like I'm, I'm sitting here like who am i to complain because you know he's excited you know not thinking like this was like a big huge <laughs> Red flag sure. that yeah. I hate that's going on right now. <laughs> sure. That's a, oh my goodness. That that whole this whole red flag movement. I I want the red flag to be removed as an emoji. Like, can we put in a like a thing to remove it? Because I'm sick. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I've been I've been but, seeing um, that uh, a while for a while too. So. <laughs> oh my god. But that's a whole I, other I, episode on its own. Like, <laughs> I'll say I'll say this though. Shout out to the council, man. That's that's anytime I. That's what I know my red flags from. No, <laughs> Katie in the council. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the council's great. That, um, that's that's the real red flag right there. Shout out. Right. <laughs> no, but it, but it's oh. funny. Oh no, I'm sorry. Go ahead, China. No, go ahead. You're fine. Oh uh, no, what I was yeah. gonna say it's very interesting that you said about that dynamic with um, you know, you and you and your ex it was because like I I saw this um, well, how, you know how. You know, he just wanted to be married and stuff like that because I saw something that I actually posted on the uh, uh, Inquisitive Nobody uh, IG where it was like, um, get some, what do you say? It, it was get some, get a man, it was directed towards women, get a man that wants to be a husband as opposed to him wanting a wife. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit. And I was like, is that, is that me? 
<laughs> you know, I was like, because because I was like, whoa, I need to I need to take a step back because like, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I do want to get married and I do want to have a wife. And I, and I, you know, just like everybody has been saying here on this podcast, I do want a partner. But I was like, but am I ready for that husband role? And I think that's what mm-hmm. messed me up before when I was, um, you know, with my uh, ex, I wasn't thinking about that. You know, I was just thinking about like, you know, I got I got the girl, you know, let's do it. But like I completely took out the husband aspect of it. You know, right, so. the, whole, the husband role. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, but I think I don't know how to phrase this in a way that, like, doesn't you know open up another can. But <laughs> I've like so again transparency moment. I'm also bisexual, so okay. um, and I'm starting to look more and 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 dive more into polyamory as a relationship style. Mm-hmm. Um, so with all of that being said, like, I'm starting to believe like these traditional roles and these, um, strict monot. like, I believe relationship is what you make a relationship mm-hmm. with the things that, you know, the things that you Martini have in your relationship, it's complete and accept and, and <laughs> go through in your relationship. is going to be completely different than what I go through in my relationship. Sure. We, both of us are relating differently. And that doesn't mean one is better or worse or than worse, better or worse <laughs> than the other. It just means it's different. So yeah. I'm starting to believe that, like, why is it not okay to have two husbands? Like, why is that not okay? Right. Why is it not okay to have a, two husbands and a girlfriend? Why is that not a thing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know what that looks like in real life. I don't know how that plays out, but I just know that what we've been doing for me hasn't worked. And I'm willing to be like, okay, maybe I need to try something different. Like, I've never, like, in my life, this is the first time in my life, I, I'm 40 years old, and I'm just dating multiple people. I've never done that before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've always been like, I'm dating one person. That's it. Because that's, that's, that's what you're supposed to do, you know? Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and then I'm like, oh, my God, am I at home if I date multiple people? You know, like, no, I've I've you know, literally had a conversation with that uh, with another person the other day. Like, not it's not even like what you said, Ricardo. Not what like what you're supposed to do for me. Even though I'm like dating, I'm not 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 even saying dating exclusively, but just dating. If I feel like, oh, let me like go back on, I don't know, like Tinder or something like that. I feel like I'm cheating on the person that I'm dating with, even though I'm just yeah. dating. You know, like yeah, that's yeah. just me. I can't. I'm like, Ugh. I was always a one person dater. <laughs> yep. So and so 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 now again, assuming that's where, uh, assuming that's just kind of like falling into the norm, and falling into the you know the stereotypical sense of what it's supposed to look like. You know what I mean? So because I know you know you know China, we had a couple conversations, and you know you mentioned something specifically um, when we were talking about kids and whatnot, like raising the kids, where you're saying how your focus was to kind of you know, eliminate the the gender specificness of if that's a word specificness. <laughs> you know, but but try to try to eliminate that portion of yeah. of their development and teachings where it's not, hey, you're a girl, this is what you have to do compared yeah. to you're not a guy, so don't do this. Or even now where we're talking on a relationship standpoint where it's like, you know, to your point, maybe I don't wanna be with a guy and I want to be with a woman or maybe I don't want to be with a woman I want to be with a guy or maybe I wouldn't mind being with two guys or maybe I wouldn't mind being with two women 
or maybe I wouldn't mind being with two guys and a woman, you know? So it's like, right. it gets down to a point where, you know, I think, and hopefully it's the case where, you know, as, as a species, as a, as a human race, that hopefully we are continuing to evolve to a place where people can just be themselves and express themselves how they feel. Right. And if it makes them happy within their self and their relationships, then it should be fucking okay, right? At the end of the day, right? That should be enough. You know, that's the real. Um, I think, um, like the thing with child rearing is it's 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 just a different. First of all, these kids are not the same kids we were. Nope, not <laughs> like, even close. These kids, it ain't are, even close. Like I don't. This is like the things that we would stress out about, or the things that we would concern ourselves with. They don't even care mm-hmm. about. Like, it's the furthest thing from their minds. Like, you know, like, I was thinking, like, when I heard the conversation about you and, you know, like, the relationship you have with your son and, like, talking to him about different things, and I'm like, you know, he, they don't even care. Like, they don't even, they like, oh, God, God. You know, like. <laughs> legit, you know, like, legit. You know, like, so it, it's like, um, I know I had, like, this, you know, I'll keep it on the date and aspect. Um, I was very timid, like, with bringing, like, I didn't want, like, I didn't want my daughter to see me date, right? Because I was like, that's going to teach them that you're supposed to be with multiple people all the time, and I don't want them to see me with different people, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, I just had this, you know, thing in my head, like, they see that they're going to be these horrible women, right? And so talking to my therapist, she was like, no, that's actually not what it shows. She was like, but what it does show your daughter is that you're a human. Mm-hmm. And she said how about this? She was like, what's the flip side of that? They only see you when you're in a relationship. So then they think that you have to be in a relationship to be with someone. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah. So she was like, so the flip, she was like, I'm not saying, you know, she was like, I'm going to let you use your mom discretion, but I'm not saying everybody needs to be around them. But she, they should know you have friends. They should know you have people you just date. They should know you go on date. You know what I'm saying? Like, they shouldn't just meet the person when they pop up to be somebody important in your life, they should get to, they might, it's okay. She's like, even if they don't get to meet them or whatever, they should know, oh, mommy's going on a date tonight. That's cool. You know, or, you know, mommy's going on vacation with such and such, you know, or whatever. Like, they don't need to know the details or the specifics, but they should know it's a progress of a relationship, you know? So to, to, to teach them that if you just don't pop up in a relationship tomorrow, because mm-hmm. then they'll be thinking like, that's how you... You start out, you know somebody, you meet them, and now you're in a relationship. Great. And all of a sudden, you're in love. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, like, that's yeah. not how it works. You know? So, no, it's, it's, it's kind of like like teaching them the different steps, the different phases, right. and the different types of, you know, because to your point, relationships can look different. And, and right. I think, you know, as a society, we're forced to believe that there are only two or three kinds of relationships, and that's it. And, you know, right. being able to, you know, uh, let people understand that you know there's way more to it than just that you know right and my girls are very much like like I remember my friend he was sitting he like I have a couch in my room my bedroom is like one side is like a whole like uh office set up because you know working virtually and then I have a couch like a little sitting area and then I have my bed and my tv on like the other side of the room and so my friend came over my my dude just a friend cool like we're homies we've been homies for years and he's laying on he's sitting on the couch and he has like a long break in his work day so he came over 
and the girls were home from school or something. And so he was sitting on my couch and he fell asleep on the couch. And so my daughter was like, mom, you're a bad friend. Why don't you let him lay down? And I'm like, because he's not that kind of friend. Like, he can sit right there. It is just fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so, like, you know, it's letting them see, like, you can you can have platonic relationships with people of the same, with of people of success. That's mm-hmm. okay. You know, like, it's okay to have friends. It's okay to have people you date. You know, it's okay. You know, so um, I just want them to, like, you know, seeing this part, this, this, this part of the life that we're in is this we're in this mommy dating phase they're teenagers you know when they were younger it was very much um like rick said earlier he was saying how like um, i was very specific about not saying girls need to do x y and z and boys do x y and z and my girls are very extremely sensitive to that now like when people say like that's not very ladylike to do that and and my angel will be like why not who said that? <laughs> like their dad just stopped by the house and she has like on a like crop top. She's on she'll be sixteen in March. And he's like, Where's the rest of your shirt? Girls don't wear stuff like that. And he was like, So she was like, So boys wear this? You know, <laughs> 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 you know so like what do you what, like make it make sense? Like that's their, their that's her thing. Like she challenges everything he says for the most part. But like it's like you have to be intelligent enough to combat that. Like, yeah. what are you really saying to her? Like, are you saying her, her shirt is inappropriate because what? Like, I think they had an argument a couple weeks ago where she had on a crop top because she's a dancer and she's a tiny person. <laughs> so she wanted to wear her little crop top. And he said, well, don't come home pregnant. And he, she was like, so I put on a crop top and I get pregnant? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, how does that work? You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he and he was just so frustrated. He didn't have like the appropriate dad response in the moment, so she was like, "He's crazy," you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but what he could have said, like, "Oh, that you know, it's not appropriate because the people do blah blah blah." You know, he could have had a more better conversation. Yeah, yeah, it, sure. it was a wrap at that moment because she was like, "You can't even have an intelligent conversation with me. You're gonna tell me I'm a child." Okay, I'm a child, but like, talk to me. Like, yeah. Yeah. so I put on a tank top and I'm gonna get pregnant. That's not how that works. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. So, but that's the whole that that whole experience of rearing children. You know. <laughs> Uh, definitely, but but um, China. Um, whenever you do decide to figure out how many partners you're gonna have at a time, whatever, send me a videotape, right? But anyway, um, um... I got you. <laughs> hey, you, hey, you, you dating yourself? Asking for a videotape? You still got a VCR? <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Joanne, so one of the, what, yes. what is one of the last things you want to tell is like, what do you want us as men to know on the female side? What's going on? Trust us. I, if I'm with you for a year and a year plus two years, three years, and you love me and you want a future with me, then you have to trust me with the bad as well. Trust me with your fears. Trust me with your insecurities. And don't make assumptions for me based on society because mm-hmm. you're not dating society. You're dating me. You're married to me. You're in love with me. So trust me. Trust that I have your best interests at heart like you have mine. All right. Well, that was beautifully said. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't, can't argue with that. You can't argue with nah, that. No, you can't. <laughs> 
but um, but, but China, uh, r- r- rounding rounding this off, um, what is it that you want men to know on the female side? Ooh, ooh, I feel pressure. Ooh, it's hot. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> what I would want men to know about females, and I hope ladies don't. I know you're not gonna let me down. What I hope men know is that you can communicate with us. You can you could talk to your female partners. You could talk to your female friends. Like, but just make sure you you at some point you have to make yourself the priority. So you have to say no, no. I need you to sit still, look at me, focus. It's my turn to talk. Like, I need you to, you know, sometimes you have to do something different to shake it up. But, and then she'll be like, oh, wait, are you serious? You know what I'm saying? Like, so mm-hmm. you might have to, like, really snap her out of it and be like, hey, but I just want men to know that you can communicate with us. You can talk to us. We can, we will listen, especially if we love you. I was aware that um, Ricardo already uh, asked you to, uh, if you have a question, either to him and or me, uh, you can ask him now if you want, if you already didn't. No, I think, you know, this topic kind of flowed that I was able to ask the things. No, you know, I'm going to ask you the same question. What do you want us to know? What do we miss? What do you think women are missing? Hmm. That's a good one. What do you think? Um, you want to go first, Marty? You want me to go? Uh, go ahead, bro. I'm still thinking. That was that was a diesel one. Right. <laughs> so here's here's one thing I will say. Kind of, you know, your your answer was just about perfect and beautiful, and it makes sense. You know, again, um, I think that's a very important thing you touched up on, especially when it comes to going all the way back to what we were talking about about making an investment overall. Um. You know, when you are with somebody, again, I know people who've been together for a couple of months, got engaged and got married. I know people who've been together for over a decade, got engaged, get married. You know, everybody's on their own timeline. So the most important thing is at least to know, hey, this is me and you, regardless of where it's going or what the end game is, trust that, you know, it's me and you. So that's Mm -hmm. beautiful that, you know, what you said as far as trust specifically because that that that's that's a mutual investment that's a buy-in of saying hey we are in this together and wherever it ends that's where it'll end with us together cool one thing i will say is in that if we are going to trust you and you want us to trust you Mm. you 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 got to make sure that you're not weaponizing that Mm. trust you're not weaponizing those insecurities you're not weaponizing those feelings that we bring to you you know that's something i think overall where it'll continue to hinder men from truly opening up to to their you know significant others because of that fear of oh man if i tell you know if i tell my wife perfect example i'm i'm scared of clowns most people know everybody who knows me knows i'm scared of clowns you know what i mean so it might be a cheesy example but here you know it is what it is so it's like if if i bring that to my to my significant other i've got this deathly fear of clowns you know are, are we going to get in a fight one day and be like shh, shh, shut your ass up before i get a clown up in here have you crying in the corner you, you, you know what i mean so, you you know so so I, I think that's something that is very very important in, in in making sure that whatever we do bring to you if mm-hmm. we're trusting you and bringing this to you don't don't log it to to, to yeah. break it out as a weapon the next yeah. time you pissed off at us 
That's a yeah. good one. That's a good one. Um, and and heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, and to kind of piggyback off that, uh, Ricardo, there's there's another point from that uh, IG post from Spiritual Word where it was where it said because at some point you'll use it against him, whether intentional or not. So there's mm. that. Um, but my thing is like, okay, you know how uh, you know how some women will bring a issue or something to you and a guy automatically wants to solve the issue uh, but you don't want him to solve the issue you just want him to hear um you should like do that to us too and not m- turn it around to make it about you <laughs> because i'll because i'll mm-hmm. let you know because i i've i've told uh ricardo this too because you know he was telling me that oh yeah you know uh, I got a lot of feedback on the episode that we did and I was like okay you know and, you know he was telling me some things and I'm like and like yeah there's some of them that want to be on and you know they got something to say and I was like okay but what <laughs> not to not to say that you can't have something to say but like if it's not gonna be oh yeah if it's not gonna be um oh no you can talk to us then what is it then like what are you debating about the question i mean about the mm. you know the issue at hand so um like yeah so i was just like oh, that doesn't make any sense because um there there's this point where it says on on that ig post again where where um the question was again why do men shut their partners out when they're going through stuff it's unfair and then the person says the answer to this question is in the tweet itself and she doesn't even have the self-awareness to realize it first paragraph the man has the problem he's going through stuff second line she made it about herself it's unfair to you right and that's why men don't (laughs) you know because it's like this Mm, isn't about you necessarily you know um because i uh, because again i'll listen to any viewpoint in the world but I, i but if you were gonna come on here and say like well women have it hard too no one said that <laughs> you know the yeah. issue was oh, no. men I said that. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean well you i mean you did but you know but you elaborated so good. <laughs> yeah it wasn't stereotypical that that's the thing like we know that you guys have it hard but again ricardo said it elo- eloquently you know you have uh, the biggest platform in the world like we will hear about it all the time you guys got songs <laughs> you know <laughs> you know to help you guys out you know um like <laughs> and to make it like even a joke like and i bet you nobody even remembers this because you know like there's songs like you can't raise a man and all that stuff no scrubs can you pay mm-hmm. my bills all this stuff but like we, uh, you probably remember this ricardo like that song long time ago that that was the only first song that had our back you know fuck you you ho i don't want you back that track was super lit man i was like yes he understands <laughs> and there hasn't been yeah. another song since <laughs> and that song is like 20 years old yo <laughs> you know but That's anyway hilarious. it's like you know you don't have to always make it about you to understand the situation you know like just listen to us for once and again just like ricardo said don't weaponize it don't use it for later put it in your memory banks remember what you did five years ago you, you know and all that yeah. stuff. so it's like 
we don't need that. <laughs> you know, so, so you're saying for us to stop saying women lives matter, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yo, listen, it's so funny. It's so funny you said that because I'm sitting here thinking that's the perfect. That's 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 like that's almost the, equivalent. the perfect equivalent. It's and I'm like, equivalent. nah, let me not let me not go that route. So I'm glad you. you said it. <laughs> yeah, let her say it. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you said it. But that's it. You know that 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 is facts. You know what I mean? That is like exactly what I was thinking in my mind like yeah yes i get it i understand you <laughs> y'all have problems too we're just trying to express our problems our right problems. now <laughs> got it yeah 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 yep yep <laughs> okay I got a good question. okay for you both um what is security like what does that mean to you what does that look like Ooh, like in a relationship that's a good question okay you, you want to go first you want me to go oh no god god no, i'm thinking um uh i think man it's it's hard to explain um but i think like you mentioned before about uh talking about uh you know i'm gonna be home i'm gonna be right back i was just fucking with girls i'm gonna be right back or you know like not to kind of revisit that specific um mindset but i think for me security revolves around knowing that she's there you know what i mean i think for me that's what that's the best way that i would describe security within my relationship is the fact that i know when i'm headed home and and maybe it's the shittiest day i've had in a while and i'm pissed off i know she's gonna be there you know what i mean when i get there i know she's there if 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 i wake up and i'm sick and i feel like shit and oh my god what is going on I'm throwing up or I'm coughing my ass off or whatever. God forbid I got COVID, you know, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> you know, I know she's going to be there. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, I think, I think that's, that's the greatest sense of security for me within my relationship specifically is knowing that no matter what, at the end of the day, wifey's right there. So that's when cool. I need her, if I need her, I know somebody, even if God forbid everybody were to turn their backs on me, I feel secure knowing that she's gonna be there. Right. Awesome. No, that's good. Um, and I'll definitely uh piggyback off of that. Uh it, it's definitely knowing that they're there and um that they're devoted pretty much. Uh, I'll tell you like a little quick story because it, it, it popped into my head where um this was this was after me and my uh, ex-fiance broke up maybe like a year after and we were kind of um you know semi friends whatever like and 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 no to anybody else please don't don't once you're demoted from fiance to friend uh yeah it sucks so um shout <laughs> <laughs> to burn that house down <laughs> So, so but, no, but the funniest thing was like we like met each other at lunch or something like that, right? And this, yeah, this was like a year after, and um, yeah, after after lunch, she was saying that like, oh, um, one of you, like, she was like one of your friends, um, invited me to go to like karaoke like tomorrow or something like that, and I was like, really? And she was like, yeah, and she told me who, and I was like, oh, word. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> and then she was like, yeah, but like I told him that like I wasn't going. And I was like, well, why not? And she's like, because because of you. I, I wouldn't do that. 
you know and i'm like mind you like it's it's been a year she whatever legally technically can do whatever she wants we're done you know Not legally but <laughs> <laughs> no but you know every every sense of the word you know it's like she could have gone you know what i'm saying cuz cuz like mm-hmm. i saw that like that dude was trying to step up and you know or whatever violation of bro code or whatever but at the same time you know like sure he could have big facts he could have did it too you know what i'm saying like but she was like no i i wouldn't do that i wouldn't do that because it's you you know and i'm like oh shit i was like even after like we're done you know like that's the thing i was like wow that's crazy so like that but that was awesome to me you know um and that felt good so it's like you want your significant other to like be like devoted like that you know right um yeah that's that's just a great feeling that like you're there like yeah i'm here for you right you know so right so thank you yeah no problem i mean i do have one last question everybody knows that everybody who's on the uh um podcast knows that uh we go into the uh the and self-edition card game and this card is number 54 and the question is ooh, this is an interesting one uh what am i jealous or envious of and how is that affecting my decision right now Ooh, that's a good one um can you repeat the second part of that question absolutely um what am i jealous or envious of and how is that affecting my decision right now? What am I jealous or envious of? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> the first thing that came into my relationship, uh, came into my mind was people in relationships. Mm. Like, like married, happily married people. I'm so jealous. Like, yeah. I'd be like imagining myself in their little family. Like, I want to be like one of their kids. <laughs> Like I don't want, I don't want to be in the relationship. I just want to be like in the house, like oh, so close enough to absorb it. Like, oh, so cozy in here, you know. Like so, I'm like I'm very envious of that. And how is it affecting me? On a bit, like I try not to like overly. Like I try to remember that like social media is the best version of people and not mm-hmm. like real life. Like we don't see people like this bitch get on my nerves. Like, <laughs> you know, we don't see that on social media, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, we're not seeing like them waking up and like her hair is looking crazy and his, he's got like crust on his eyes and stuff like that. Of course, <laughs> we're not seeing that version of them, you know? So I try to remember that, but you know, I'm like right now, like I'm really working through that jealousy thing about people and like happy, seemingly happy relationships and families. No, definitely, I hear you. <laughs> I definitely hear you on that. Um, All right, note to self: stop boasting. <laughs> no, 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 Ricardo, you can't even get away because I'm just gonna directly be like, "How's the kids? How's the kids? <laughs> Do you need a nanny?" <laughs> Come absorb all this goodness, yeah. <laughs> Um, the minute I heard the question, and and it's great because it's right on point with you know what we're talking about. I can go back to making the decision that led to all of this. You know what I mean? To 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 quit my job, and the main reason why I got to that point 
is because I was so jealous and envious of the normal life. You know, I wanted mm-hmm. I, I wanted to get out of the rat race. I wanted to get out of constantly chasing financial gains. And it's all about money. I'm waking up in the morning and I'm rushing off to work and I'm out more than half of my day because I'm chasing this paycheck that I, I love so much just because I love being able to bring the paycheck home for my wife, for my kids, so we can go on vacations and we can do this and we can do that and 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 constantly focused on that. Meanwhile, you know, I sit back and I see the people who get to be home and have dinner with their family. I see the people who get to, you know, um, share holidays, you know, with their family, Mm -hmm. you know, like this coming year, for example, my wife and I were talking about, hey, do you want to go away for Thanksgiving? Do we want to go away for Christmas? It's been almost, you know, almost 15 years since I've been able to even think about having a conversation like that because working in the retail industry is just not possible. You know what I mean? So for me, that's something that I was very jealous and very envious of just because I wanted a piece of that life where I know I can crack jokes with my family at the dinner table every night. You know what I mean? And and that's what shaped my drive to to eventually make that decision and say there's got to be a better way where, you know, I don't have to just kill myself at work just to be making this nice paycheck that I enjoy so much where, you know, if, if I end up bringing home less, I'm going to go home and my kids are going to be just as happy and excited to see me. You know what I mean? So, so that was, that was something that definitely, you know, you want to talk about jealous and envious, like it, it, it used to suck where I would come home from work on a Sunday at eight, nine o'clock at night and my house is full of people, all my family. They've been there all day having the best time in the world. And I missed all of it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that, that used to, that used to suck. And that's what I used to be jealous and envious of. Like, damn, y'all just had an awesome Sunday. And I wish I could have been here, you know? So. Well, that's a beautiful, unselfish answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm going to go. Okay. I think I'm ready for this one. Um, I am jealous and envious of people who are able to live in their truth. Mm. People who are able to say, this doesn't work for me. This doesn't make me happy. Who are able to say no. Who pursue things that work for them, for their joy, their happiness, their peace. And I say that because I am a people pleaser Mm -hmm. and you can't be both. Right. People please, people pleasers don't live in their truth. So being a, that jealousy has caused me to put my feelings and desires and joys to the side to not ruffle any feathers or rock the boat. And I am experiencing what it's like to be able to say, no, this doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I am building myself up to that point. But that is something that I always, I admire in people, but I'm like, damn, I wish that was me. It's tough. That That's something <laughs> that, 
it's crazy because it's something that's so difficult to do yet so important that you do it yeah trying to, trying to balance that is is no joke yeah i i know people like that and i'm like wow teach a class <laughs> <laughs> um what am I jealous or envious of, and how is that affecting my decision right now? Uh, that's pretty easy. I mean, it's all every every one of these damn questions for me is all r- related to like relationships and stuff like that. Uh, I went to uh, Jersey City um, over the weekend uh, to celebrate a friend's birthday, and um, it's with a crew that I've known for twenty years, and I've seen all their ups and downs and their marital status statuses go up you know by plus one and then and then babies and all that stuff so it was it was awesome to hang out with that crew of of mine but you know it's hard because i of that crew probably two more people but like i'm single you know and i'm just looking at that and you know just like you you know you ricardo with your family like looking you know on that sunday night you're just like man i missed everything and it's like damn like i'm i'm getting a bad case of FOMO, you know what I mean? Just like, yeah. damn, man, like, this sucks, you know? So it's like, and again, I'm I'm not saying that I don't want them to have the life that they have. It's just that I would like that too. So, to. Yeah, so it's yep. like, man, like, I really want that. And sometimes I'll just be, like, making, <laughs> like, rash decisions to try to just get on that wave like it was so funny i haven't had this happen to me in the longest time so i got somebody who well this is what i thought it was but i on whatsapp somebody hit me up and was i don't know this person not at all whatever and they're like oh is this like brian's number and i'm like no (laughs) and then the person was like oh all right but their picture came up and i was like okay it's a chick whatever and then she's like, oh, you know, man, my secretary must have messed up, you know, must have fumbled the numbers, whatever. And I was like, oh, you know, hope you, you know, hope you get them. And then she's, and she was like, oh, you know, thank you. You're so kind. I was like, yeah, you're kind too, whatever. And I'm like, just started talking to this person. I'm like, I don't even know who this is, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I'm just going because I'm trying to be like, ooh, maybe this is it. You know, that whole like, you know, Cinderella thing, you know, going on and whatever. And then. I, it was just it was just a small talk, but I was like, oh, maybe this is how it starts, you know? Like, oh, how'd you exactly. meet yeah. how'd you meet your uh, wife? You know, how'd you meet mommy, daddy? Yeah. Oh, this is what it was. Where did my DMs? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like, you know, it was nothing. But like, I was making the person laugh. You know, I was like, oh, you better not have that. Uh, you know, you better dock that secretary lunch on Monday. And like, the person started laughing and stuff. And I was like, oh shit, this is great. You know, but like, you know, obviously nothing came from it, but like still I'm like, ooh, oh man, nothing came from it. I get it. So like I'm always trying to like jump into that pool, but like no, I I, for me I need to I need to calm down. I need to take a step back, you know, and and think rationally. You know, but uh but that's my thing. it's it's a good one. I definitely miss being married. I miss the relationship, you know, the companionship. So I get it. So yeah. It's a good one, Martini. No, oh, thank you, thank you. I mean, that's pretty much uh, the end of the show. Like, thank you, China, for being on here. Thank you, 
Joanne, for fine. your for your insight. It was it was freaking yeah, great. This is good. Um, thank you for having me. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, and of course, thank you, Ricardo, for being you know coming back. So that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Podbean. Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is at TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That is TinkPodcast at gmail.com. And I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody. Yeah, you are. (laughs) (laughs) Dumbass, yeah.